Hello, this is Cynthia Lee, your Master Certified Life Coach and Confidence Coach at CapriciousLee.com. I help women to realize that they have everything they already need to be the powerful, beautiful, successful woman that they know that they can be. I'm very excited about this podcast and some of these podcast series. Um, It is coming to you from the Wisdom app. So check this out. Good afternoon, good evening, um, depending on what time zone you're in, good morning. This is Cynthia Lee, your Master Certified Life Coach at CapriciousLee.com, and I wanted to, to give you six key questions that you can ask yourself that can turn defeat and despair into unbreakable confidence. I want to talk to you about reclaiming your confidence. And at any time during this, if you wanted to pop in as a guest to talk a little bit more about something I said, please go ahead and do so. So the one thing that you need to understand that um, everyone was confident at one point in time um, in their lives. Uh, Generally, children, they start out that way. Um, It's what enables them to reach out for a hand or, um, or pull themselves up um, to stand when they're just beginning to walk. It's how they play and learn and grow. If you were to visit any playground, you will see this kind of confidence in action in thousands of different ways. Sadly, confidence isn't a consistent thing. We're never entirely fully confident. So while we may find the courage to ask out that special someone, we may find the same confidence falters when we think about asking them to marry us in a few months after dating. Or we're confident enough to do well on a job interview, but lack the confidence to ask for a raise, even though we've been at that job for a while now and know that we deserve it. A lot of times it's because something along the way has happened to us that has shaken our confidence. It's not, it may just be outright broken. Let's start about learning the essentials first, asking what confidence is and talking about it um, and talking about why it's essential. From there, um, I want to tackle the question of how we can lose our confidence. And then we'll end um, with um, talking about reclaiming your confidence when it's lost. If that sounds good, then let's go ahead and, and get started with talking about reclaiming your confidence. The first thing is understanding who you are when you are confident. Does this question leave you a little flustered? To some, the idea might seem difficult. They'll answer immediately. I'm not confident and um, may have trouble even remember a time that I was confident. You might be bothered by this question, especially if you're not sure why confidence should even matter at all. If that is the case for you, perhaps it's time for you to take a closer look at confidence itself. You might not have a clear understanding of just what it is and why it's important. When you think of someone that's confident, what do you see? You probably see someone with a certain set of traits, including several, if not all, from this list that I'm about to give you. They have an absolute set of beliefs in themselves. They consider themselves capable of handling a situation that they're in. 
they expect success when they begin a new task. When they speak, they mean what they say. They hold themselves in a way that looks natural, but full of strength. They seem comfortable in their own skin. At the same time, they're not overbearing or cocky in their attitude. Confident people take risk and they don't miss out on fresh opportunities. If all of this, you'll find one thing linking all of these traits that I mentioned, this feeling of confidence comes from inside the individual, not outside. There is nothing in this world that can make you confident but you. Our definition then becomes straightforward. Confidence is a belief you hold inside of yourself. It tells you that you can handle whatever comes your way. In fact, this feeling is so strong that it translates into a sureness of yourself, even in new or challenging situations. This critical thing to remember is this kind of feeling doesn't come without merit. This has to be a genuine assurance born of a realistic understanding of what you're capable of. Confidence is strongest when it's built out of a self-awareness and experience. And I'm gonna talk a little bit more about that. So on the other hand, confidence also involves a delicate balance. If you overestimate yourself, you can become cocky or arrogant. If you're underestimating, then you become hesitant and unsure. Sorry, lost the connection, okay. So how do confident people remain confident? And what do they do? Well, understand that confident people, they're in the moment. They're not worrying about something that happened 10 minutes ago, 10 hours ago, or even 10 years ago. They also aren't fretting about the future. They're here right now. And they are not worried about you. Your opinions are worthy of respect. A confident person will take the time to listen to them, but they're not going to care overly much about whether or not you agree with them. They're comfortable in their beliefs. They're sure in their speech. And the last thing um, that they're going to do is they're going to stress um they're stressing about whether or not they fit in or not. They're just there and they're doing their thing. They do what they love. This means they dress in the clothes they find comfortable. They pursue opportunities designed to get them where they want to go and focus on designing their goals and personal belief systems around it. A confident person does a, a lot more leading than following and typically aren't motivated by the shoulds. Confident people, they sound remarkable. I mean, really, don't they? But are they selfish? After all, a confident person is just out for themselves, right? Well, actually, um, they have some pretty good reasons for being confident. And so let's just find out why and why being confident is so crucial. In truth, confident people, they enjoy a lot of the things in life um, that people who aren't confident don't. They're generally more relaxed. They experience less stress um, and they pretty much tend to be happier than everyone else. Maybe this is, isn't selfish so much as healthy. In fact, you might even go as far as to say 
that this is the life that everyone is meant to have. Um, let's look at a few positive traits that comes from being confident. They're calm. If you're plagued by anxiety or worrying regularly, it might be because you're lacking confidence. All these negative emotions are based off of one thing, fear. Confidence is the ultimate fear buster. Anxious about driving? The confident driver knows what they're capable of handling and what their car is capable of handling under any condition and can manage even when the unexpected comes up. You worrying about finances? Well, a confident person knows what's in their banking account and has a good sense of when they'll be paid next and has a, <clears throat> a handle on their bills. It's no wonder that a confident person is less stressed. Confident, a confident person, they push themselves more. In knowing they've accomplished things before, and they have, a confident person tends to look forward to the next challenges and the next opportunity to do something interesting. They have a tendency to do, um, to want to see what's over the next horizon and to explore more just to find out what their boundaries are. The funny thing is, the more they push, the less likely they are to have those boundaries. This leads to exponential growth, which in turn leads to more confidence, increase this outstanding cycle. They set bigger goals. To a confident person, there's not much satisfaction in doing things the easy way. They tend to set more grandiose goals just because they're confident that they can achieve them. These Great big goals can be in anything from trying to do something big in their career all the way to reaching for scary goals in their personal life. The sky is actually really the limit. The confident person, they, they make better decisions. Confident people are assured of what they know. As a result, they don't waste a lot of time questioning themselves when it comes to time to make a decision because they don't make a decision until they're sure of their understanding of the situation. They're also more likely uh, to hold back on the things um, that um, they also um, wanna hold back and think through things before making a decision um, in the first place. This means the decisions are usually better than those belonging to an average person. Think about this for a minute. If your choices tend to be right, you'll start feeling more confident um, in your decision-making abilities, leading to your confidence um, growing. And this cycle of confidence feeds on itself and it just keeps growing. Confident people, they get stuff done. The confident person doesn't put off tasks because they know that they can handle um, the steps that are required to complete them. They also have a better sense of how long it will take to perform a task meaning they're also better at budgeting their time to get things done. All of this means is that stuff get done when a confident person is on the job. This kind of work ethic pays off in other ways as well. The confidence person is the one everyone wants to hire on their project because managers know that they can count on them to get um, what's done. A confident person knows how to get what they want. A confident person doesn't wait around to see um, if someone's going to offer them something that they need. Being confident means they recognize they have value. And as a result, their needs are not only important, but completely valid. 
this gives them the ability to speak up and ask for things, whether it's a glass of water when they're thirsty or a raise from their boss when they recognize that they've advanced within the um, company and it's narrative. They also aren't afraid to keep asking when they know the cause is right and will frequently take their confidence and channel it into activism when they see a wrong needs to be righted. A confident person is more interesting than everyone else. I mean, let's think about it. Everyone loves hanging around a confident person. Why? For one thing, they're more relaxed to be around. Confident people aren't full of pretense. They are what they are. So you're not wasting time playing games when, when trying to talk to them. In fact, they tend to draw people in with their natural charisma that comes from being confident. Confident people never lack friends. In the world of romance, the confident person is the one who gets the date and is more likely to be in a stable relationship than someone who isn't self-assured. Confident people are incredible. In fact, you're probably realizing this because you recognize more times when you have already been confident. So what happened? Chances are you have some room for improvement um, in this area, and most of us do. The funny thing is, is that we get so used to the way things are that we tend not to notice just how bad things have become until we take a step back and seriously look for look at it ourselves. Um, there's this analogy that I give. Um, it goes like this. There's, uh, it's about a frog in a pot. So if you don't know the story, it goes like this. Someone wanted to cook a frog and just don't ask me why they wanted to cook a frog. Let's just listen to the story, okay? <laughs> um, and the frog was already in the pot, but the person had no lid to keep the frog in. Initially, um, the frog didn't mind being in the situation. I mean, the water was cool. It was relaxing. So he stayed where he was. The cook decided the way to keep the frog from hopping out of the heat uh, was to gradually um, raise the temperature. So that way the frog get used to the hot temperature in degrees. So over time, he kept heating the water until it became hotter and boiled. And well, you know, you guessed it, man, he ate the frog. The point is, we tend to get used to uncomfortable things over time so much that we become, that it just becomes normal to us. While, while you may not uh, be as confident as you once were, your lack of confidence somewhere along the line became the new normal. It's only in looking back and taking an honest assessment of where you are now before that you can see what actually happened. So how do I know I lost my confidence? As with anything, there are um, generally some signs that things went wrong, which may lead you to a particular conclusion. The problem is a single symptom can be more than one thing. So what you need to do is look at this in groups of items as a whole. For example, excuse me, having a stuffed up nose might mean that you have a cold or the flu or possible signs of allergies. Um, it, it's the symptoms like the present fever that tells the whole story. 
so look at this list and ask yourself, um, honestly, if you've been experiencing any of these traits, and if you notice what you're experiencing them on a regular, then it's safe to assume that your confidence needs work. You know your confidence needs work if you apologize a lot. When you start apologizing for things automatically, um, whether they're your fault or not, you make the assumption that you're in the wrong somehow, casting doubt on your own actions. You overreact to criticism. A confident person can accept criticism. When you obsess over what uh, someone else is saying, you're showing a lack of confidence in your ability, especially in those areas where you're being criticized. You pull away from social situations. Social gatherings can be a nightmare for um, the person who's lacking confidence. If you stay at home because you're afraid you won't fit in, think no one will um, want to talk to you or you worry no one will like you, then you're having an issue with confidence in this area. You're defensive. We become defensive when we can't um, come up with a good reason to support our position. This means you're not confident in what you're saying or what you believe. You obsess over your problems. A focus on how things are going, a victim mentality, or, cons or constant worrying about your problems all show that you have no confidence that you can control, accept, or eventually change your situation. You lack energy. It's tiring when you're consistently stressed and worried. This lethargic attitude towards the world around you will lead you um, to a lot of times just sit on a couch and watch TV, eating for energy and sleeping a lot more than you intend. This is if you're able to fall asleep. You don't sleep. People who can't sleep generally have issues with turning their brains off. When you're not confident about your ability to handle whatever the present crisis is, it's not unusual to keep replaying the situation in your head over and over and over and over to the point to where you can't even sleep at all. You have frequent headaches. Headaches can come from several causes, but stress is mostly, um, it's probably the most common. This is not to say that you shouldn't talk to your doctor if you're frequently having severe headaches. It is, um, it is the stress um, generally you'll find is rooted in false confidence uh, levels somewhere. You're playing a role. Why is it that you feel that you just can't be yourself? If you're having to create a persona just to step out into the world, you're not using, um, if you're using a fake you to impress people, this means that you're not, not feeling particularly confident about who you are. And this fake persona will drain you because you can't truly be yourself. Your self-talk is negative. When confidence is low, it's easy to fall in a trap of being hypercritical of yourself. If you're calling yourself a failure, pointing out every flaw and weakness, and putting yourself down all the time, then you're not only suffering from weak confidence, you're just driving it down lower. You're hanging around the wrong crowd. There's no reason to stay with someone who's abusive, ever. If you think you're not worth the effort, if you think that this is who you deserve to be with, if you can't find the strength to leave, you need to realize your confidence is at a dangerous level. 
even toxic relationships that aren't abusive, abusive can be damaging as they put you at risk of um, consistently being barraged by negative input, meaning you're getting help and dropping your confidence levels even lower. You're stressed out all the time. When you're not able to relax, it's normal because of the fear of some consequence um, action. Um, this means that you're not confident somewhere um, important. For example, stressing out about money means that you're not confident about your financial security. Um, I noticed that we do have a lot of people that join. Um, thank you for joining. Um, I am going over some six key questions that you can ask yourself to help you to rebuild your, your self-confidence. Another um, thing that you could, if you notice, um, that way you can know if you lost your confidence is that your mood is somber. Having trouble feeling happy uh, when you're not confident in your life in, in general, um, then it's hard to see the good things that are around you, especially the happy things in your own life. You know you lost your confidence when you feel like a failure. If you still hook um, into the feelings of having um, messed up somewhere in a wake of failure, you might have taken a blow to your confidence. While it's normal to feel a bit off for a while after disaster, at some point you need to move on. And more importantly, try again. If you're stuck in an unhappy stage without any forward progression, then you're not confident in your, confident in your success and your ability to succeed. You play things super safe. When you're not confident uh, of your abilities to be able to have a good outcome in a situation, it's not unusual to try to play things really safe to the point where either you're not trying anything new at all, or if you are, you're involved with minimal personal risk. You feel like you're one step um, away from a disaster. The certainty that everything is about to blow up in your face comes from a lack of confidence in what you're doing. In being able to predict outcome, in assuming the worst outcome, or in feeling you're not capable of handling whatever it is that's coming next. At worst, it's this manifestation, it comes out as a panic attack. You procrastinate. You're not confident in your ability to do the task before you. And it's not uncommon to put it off or to keep putting it off and hopefully um, hoping that it will eventually go away. You know you lost your confidence when you're not doing things. A lack of confidence can keep you safe at home instead of outliving your life. This is because you might be afraid of some disastrous outcome. You're not confident of how you deal with people or situations that you don't know well. Or you flat out lack confidence in your ability to have fun at all. You're not enjoying life. In the end, a lack of confidence can end in a spiral of self-doubt and even hatred for the person you've become. If you wake up dreading the day will come and you feel like you're just marking time or just slogging by, this is depressing. If this is true, it won't hurt to get some help uh, to work through these things that are hurting your confidence. And it's never a bad idea to talk to a friend, counselor, or even a coach um, if you need to. So if these things that I've mentioned in this list of 
things you should look for to that way you know you lost your confidence um, is left you cringing, then it's time to address the problems causing this drop in confidence in the first place. Just how do you get to the state? And the answer might surprise you. There are millions of reasons why we lose our confidence. The problem is there are many triggers that we've picked up over the years. Um, what you need to remember here is some of these might cause you to lose your confidence completely, while others don't bother you at all. For example, for some people, um, a critical comment can destroy their day, or in some cases, might cause them to quit what they're doing entirely. In other people, a critical comment rolls off um, without even leaving a mark. Neither reaction is wrong, it's just how we're wired. So I'm gonna just gonna give you a list um, that's gonna include some prevalent confident blasts or triggers, but they might not necessarily be your triggers. In any case, you need to start paying attention to the things um, that bring you down. So you should make a list if this happens and then keep it handy with you as you work through um, this list and the last bit of my talk. A confident blast and trigger situation. I'm gonna call this one the authority figure. If you ever been told that you'll never be good enough, you know this one already, whether a parent or a teacher or someone in authority um, living with us, uh, with living with this kind of barrage can keep us, uh, keep us putting up a block in our confidence. And it's gonna take some serious work to remove this. Even worse is when your authority figures aren't on the same page. For example, if your parents frequently fault with you, it's no wonder um, you've got, the, got some conflict message going on. The impact on your confidence um, is great. You'll likely struggle with feelings of not being good enough. You also might have an unhealthy dose of fear in regards to feeling like you're not able to hold on to love or in a relationship um, because you may feel like you're a curse to others. The caregiver. Not every authority figure is harsh or critical. This is why um, we're gonna call this next set of figures the caregiver. They are the people who mean well, but either through being absent in your life or always preoccupied, um, having left you with a feeling that you're not worthy of love or you're not good enough to be worthy of attention. This is also where you might end up being apologetic all the time. Also, you might not have the confidence emotionally, so you don't know how to express or even define what you're really feeling. Eventually, this can lead you um, to feel like you don't need anyone at all. And I'm gonna call this one the caregiver, but overly present. By contrast, the caregiver is, um, is smothering you in attention and can cause a whole different set of problems. Confidence might be shaky, but you've never given it a chance to try new things or you've always been told that you're likely to fail or get hurt. And therefore, you get the feeling that you need to be protected from even yourself. This is where it becomes difficult to take risks or you stress out about the world because you don't fully understand it. The bully. Whether your parent or authority figure in your life was supportive 
or not, um, or not in a bully situation, the experience can leave a mark. You might shy away from being yourself or being able to stand out um, in case this may make you a target. Eventually, you might even shy away from social situations because you're not confident about how you can handle yourself um, because you don't want to get bullied again. Even in a world where you are supported, you might find confidence in your own ability to be eroded as you're unable to solve the problem for yourself. Academic issues. When you struggle in school as a child, it's not uncommon to lack um, confidence in anything regarding intellect as an adult. This is especially difficult if the problem went undiagnosed or you didn't have a reliable support in figuring out strategies to work for the issues that you faced. Trauma. Anytime you go through something extreme, it's gonna leave a mark. A violent accident or assault or abuse, anything causing PTSD can leave your confidence tattered through no fault of your own. This critical thing, uh, the critical thing to remember here is that this kind of um, incident is something that will take time to work through. The effects are um, also persuasive. Um, some create triggers, particularly to an event, um, and lacking confidence to drive after uh, a bad car accident, while others are broad, um, such as difficulty sleeping after a traumatic um, event. The point is here is to recognize that the effects are also widespread, affecting confidence and um, everything from trusting your own defense system to keep you safe or feeling like your judgment can't be trusted because you put yourself in dangerous situations, whether this is true or not. Your belief system. Sometimes something as simple as your religion or other beliefs um, can set your confidence up to fail. For example, you start worrying whether or not you're good enough because your actions might be at odds with what you believe. This can be tricky because you frequently allow the judgments of others to define what makes you a true devotee of whatever you believe. The problem comes in especially when this trust is misplaced. For example, you might have accepted a particular, um, protected, I'm sorry, accepted the practice of a particular religion, religious institute since birth. But as an adult, you come to realize that your sexual preference is not in keeping with the beliefs of what um, that comes with the religious body. This can believe, um, this can lead to some complications um, and feelings regarding how you see yourself, the world. Media, your social media, and even your peer groups are already set to cast judgments on how you act, work, and live. With so many mixed messages, it's hard to imagine how your confidence can feel better. Um, especially when those um, messages might be opposed to you um, on some visceral level. With so much against us, it's no wonder we have so many problems with our confidence, um, especially when it seems the problem is anything but you, from losing your job to uh, burning last night's dinner. This is why it's so important to recognize where the issues are so you can move on. So how do we fix them from here? 
how do we fix this? First, let's acknowledge that was a lot. Um, and so let's figure out where do we go from here? Let's work on reclaiming our confidence. From here, we're going to discover a system that is designed to help you to regain your confidence. How? Well, by following uh, several steps in a form of six questions, you should ask yourself um, if you're serious about reclaiming um, your confidence and rebuilding broken confidence. So let's get started. First question we want to ask yourself, it sounds simple, but it's so hard to answer. Who are you? How can you be confident if you don't even know what your core values or passion is? Are you the person who gives up or are you the one who bounces back? Understanding all of these things by um, understanding yourself on several different levels. So let's take a time for um, a self-examination in six particular areas. Your moral compass. What do you value? We're not talking about material objects here, but rather the principles you live by. For example, keeping your word might be the most essential thing to you in the world. If this is the case, how do you feel when you don't follow through on a promise you made? How are your decisions impacting this value? This is why it's important to understand very clearly what you believe in. This might include your own moral code your religious beliefs or your core values, your parents instilled in you, or a mixture of all of these. Your passion. What excites you? What are your talents, your interests, or, or even the reason you get up in the morning? If you're unclear about this, it's time to figure out. You want to spend time exploring um, this next particular question, which is your personality type. Who are you inside? Are you an introvert or an extrovert? Are you a control freak or you're more laid back? Are you a planner or is the spontaneous thing more your style? Numerous tools can help you find um, this out. Um, if you start with the uh, Maya Briggs type indicator personality inventory, um, it will help you kind of figure this out. And it's a free test that you could do online. What are your strengths? What areas do you excel in? Are you more left brain, right brain in your thinking? Are you more logical or number oriented? Are you creative? And, and is arts more your things? Make a list of all the areas where you feel that you're at your best. Your goals. What is it you really want to do with your life? You can't fix your confidence if you don't know where you're going. List everything that you want to accomplish. Um, this is more than a bucket list. This is your mission statement in life. Once you experience self-actualization, no one will ever be able to put you down again. Not even you. Any criticism is easier, um, is easily shrugged off um, as well. Once you know what your goals are and where you want to go. After all, you will know who you are if you're able to 
answer these questions. There's not a critic in the world who can defy you anymore. When you understand your hopes and your dreams, your talents, your abilities, you know what you're capable of, no one ever can take that from you. Hello, this is Cynthia Lee, your Master Certified Life Coach and Confidence Coach at CapriciousLee.com. I am here to tell you about a series of master classes that I have created just for you so that way you can be confident on your own terms and on your own schedule. Check it out at www.capriciouslee.com. You'll see right there in front of you. Just click on a link to view my master classes. So what do you want? Confident people know precisely what they want in multiple areas of their life. We already touched a little bit um, on that in the last question, but now what we're going to do is I'm going to go deeper um, with that information and try to grab some more out of you. So if you already did it, or if you're going to work on it, you're going to take your mission statement that we just talked about, your mission statement of life, and um, all those things that you list down that you want to do someday um, and you see how they stack up, um, we're going to work towards gaining more clarity. So what is it, what is my most selfish desire? What is it? Strip away all your responsibilities for a moment. No kids, spouse, job, nothing. You have a blank slate and a freedom to do whatever you want. What is it that you're going to do? Consider your regrets. We all have the things that we regret, oddly enough. I mean, it's usually the thing that we didn't do, um, which seems to be um, the one thing that we always wanted. Um, but does that selfish desire feel quite so selfish when you put it that way? I mean, probably not. What you need to do is you need to avoid creating any future regrets. Consider the nitpicky stuff. What gets underneath your skin? In this step, you're going to figure out what it is that really um, is creating those unhappy feelings in your life. Uh, be warned that there's no easy answer to this. You can't just say, my job. And that is a good answer. What is it about your job that you don't like? What is actually bothering you the most? In this answering, um, in this answering all of those clues um, to this kind of thing that you really don't want to do and the glimmer of what you want to do. Where is your happiness? What is the thing that put an instant smile on your face? If you're unsure, um, think of this absolute best time in your life. What is the common denominator here? Knowing what you want out of life, give confidence to every action. This is where um, you find not just your path, but the certainty of every decision as you start to work towards the things in life that carries more importance. Here are your goals 
solidified in confidence in your direction. Where were you, what were your past successes? Starting to get a glimmer of confidence. Well, now let's start thinking about the times that went well. Have you won any awards or accolades? What compliments stayed with you? Anytime you experience any type of success, you're going to feel stronger and more confident. So let's just dig around in your past and then let's see what we can find. When you're looking for your past successes, ask yourself, where did I win? And this is an easy one. Chances are you already had this mental list of things that um, everything you did that were just right. Um, starting a list of those kind of successes will give you something tangible to look at and enjoy. Try keeping a journal of every success. What did you learn? This one gets a little bit harder. Not everything you did resulted in a, a resounding success. On the other hand, sometimes the journey um, was more worthwhile than the destination. What knowledge did you gain along the way? Include everything here from degrees and certifications right down to the time that you learned um, sign language or played a guitar. Knowledge is powerful. And this reminder is powerful and it lets you know that you're capable of so many things. Who did you meet along the way? You gotta love mentors, close friends, um, coaches, as well as anyone um, who made a serious difference in your life. Somewhere in your life journey, you've probably had several people who guided you um, on a new path to success or gave you support that made all the difference. This is another kind of success. This is a reminder of the fact that you matter once upon a time and you do now. And in life, someone feels as though you are amazing. What does that say about you? What risks did you take? At some point, you tried something amazing. Um, whether or not it worked out, again, that is the part of you who was daring enough to try. Remind yourself of those things as well as the confidence builder um, reminding you of your courage and strength. What promises did you keep? Some promises are very easily kept. Um, other uh, agreements can be difficult. Um, isn't this a victory um, as well and a mark of confidence in your ability to follow through hugely? The answer to this question are, where should you have, um, where you should have seen yourself um, in keeping those promises, whether it was fulfilled or not, you should be proud of and take knowledge and add it to your arsenal of confidence. What do you care about? Reflecting on the important people in your life um, helps in several different ways. It aids in reminding you that you are not alone and it motivates you to accomplish more for those that you love. But most important thing is it's a list of people who remind you just how great you are. Look at a few people who matter most in your life, family. This isn't always a given. So um, when you have a great family, be thankful that you do. For those who, um, who haven't come up in a terrific family, it's time to recognize the family that you do have. 
chances are if you already created one pulling together the absolute closest of your friends you've got to create a sort of family unit these are the people who always have your back no questions friends they are the people that you call in a crisis the ones that you want to share every tidbit of good news with and the ones who hold you or even cry with you when you're sad. You've got marvelous friends in the corner and they need to be listed right along with the rest. Your mentors and role models. Mentors and role models can be such a, a complicated situation. So mentors, some mentors you talk to and some mentors that you do know, um, there's some role models that um, you never even met at all. Mentors can be anyone from coworkers to people who have traveled the same path that you had, um, who are guiding you now in where you're going. They're the ones to advise and inspire. They have the answers and frequent support that you need, and they know why it's important to you, and they're there to help you. If you don't have any questions, um, then you go to them. Or if you have questions, you go to them. If you need support, you go to your mentors, your role models. So here are some quick tips to consider when you're looking for a role model or a mentor. is to look for someone who has um, been exactly where you are now. Make sure that um, they're further beyond where you are now. Um, they've traveled the same path. You can relate to them. There's coincidences. You see where you want to be in them. And you know that you're capable of it because you've traveled the same journey. How do you talk to yourself? When is the last time you honestly assess your self-talk? If you're consistently um, being negative with yourself, you could um, possibly change it to positive to build your confidence. So let's examine some ways to change your tune and your attitude. So here are some quick checkup guides to help you through your self-talk. So how do you talk to yourself? Listen, what are you saying to yourself? Are you being positive or negative in what you're saying? If it helps, just write down a note throughout the day um, on what you're hearing you say to yourself and look at it right before you go to bed. Where are you mostly positive and negative? Rethink what you're saying. If things are sounding pretty negative, then it's time to um, challenge these thoughts as they occur. Ask yourself if any of these things that you're saying are true. It might be that there's um, an element of fact in what you're saying, but are you saying it constructively? For example, if you're telling yourself, I'm always late, you might find it to be true that you're late, but are you really late all the time? If you have any um, doubt about what you're saying, ask yourself if you um, talk to your best friends this way. If the answer is no, then it's time for a change. Shift the conversation. Now that you, have re you know how to rephrase the statements to, um, to make it more positive, it helps to make sure that you have a list um, from them. 
um, which has all those positive traits about yourself. So instead of saying something like, I'm late today, but I was helping a friend, so it's okay. Um, I'll be on time the next time I go out. Um, when you start positively using self-talk regularly, you're going to find that your confidence is growing just because you're giving yourself uh, constant affirmation leading to more of a positive outlook. So what's next? Um, now you just need to do one more thing. You won't feel confident until you know where you're going next. Set short-term goals. Um, maybe include a couple of easy goals that you can hit fast and it will help build your confidence and your momentum. The idea here is to come up with a plan. You probably heard this before, but creating goals, you have to create SMART goals. This means your goals, um, they should be specific. So you start with, um, with a goal that you state clearly in no more than one or two sentences. The goal has to be measurable. The results um, may be something you can measure. For example, um, I want to lose weight. A better goal is I want to lose 10 pounds. Accountable. This must be your goal alone. You must be um, the one to hold yourself accountable. You may have support, but you have to hold yourself accountable. And if you need someone to help make it work, um, then it's really never going to happen. These are your goals. You hold yourself accountable. Um, having a coach is good because they can help you to hold yourself accountable. Time. Oh, realistic. <laughs> make sure your goals are realistic. Um, if you know, um, let's say in the instance of weight, if you want to lose 10 pounds, don't say, I will lose 10 pounds in two days. That's not realistic. Make sure when you do your SMART goals that you put realistic time frames on top of those goals. Time. You need time, uh, a time frame to accomplish the task. From there, you need to look at your goals and determine which are long-term or big goals, and which are short-term goals. Frequently, the smaller goals are going to be um, stepping onto the way to reach your bigger goals. There's a lot of information about um, there's a lot of information about reaching your goals um, and making sure that they are available. The important thing is is to keep a clear vision of your goal in your head. Sometimes it may help to put it on a board. Put it somewhere where you can always see it and to remind yourself of the goal. And then to use the vision um, on where you want to be and to determine how you want to get there. Having goals um, clearly builds confidence just by having them. When you set goals, you're telling yourself that you're capable of accomplishing great things and you're counting on yourself to get it done. The best part is that every time you reach one of those small goals, you're going to give yourself a good-sized confidence boost um, to help push you along to achieve the next smaller goal in order for you to reach your, your bigger goal. So those questions that I've asked were powerful things to consider.
sure there's a lot of work involved in putting all this together, but your future self is going to thank you for this. Um, as your confidence grows, you're going to discover some amazing things about yourself. So reclaiming your confidence may seem a little daunting at first, but just remember, it takes a lot of small things to kick away at your confidence over a long period of time. So it's going to take the same amount of time to fix it. The wonderful part about these six questions is that it forces you to really look at who you are um, and who you want to become. They remind you people love you. After all, you're not on this journey alone. Most importantly, you start paying attention to the things impacting your life. Yes, there's going to be some changes needed to be made, but it's all a part of the process. In the end, the confidence you carry with you into the future is going to be stronger than anything you have before. I have a, um, a guest request. Um, so let's go ahead and hear. So just hang in there uh, and you're going to find out that you're an incredible person. And let's have the guest join in. I'm very excited. I did a lot of talking. I'm really passionate about confidence. Um, hello, we have the Dr. Vibe Show. Hey, Ms. Lee, how you doing? I'm doing good, how are you? I am outstanding and happy to be here. <laughs> That's great. Great, great talk. Thank you, so what are your thoughts on um, steps in the process of regaining your confidence and the things that could possibly happen along the way that could have damaged it. Well, it's a process. You know, it's uh, you can't reclaim it all in one shot. One of the things I share with people that I help is I tell them, you don't have to be confident all the time. You have to be confident at the right time. Yes. Right? Because yes. a, a lot of people think, oh, I got to be confident all the time, dying, dying, dying. No, 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 you don't. No, you don't. You have to be confident at the right time. At the right time. And also, confidence means different things to different people. So whereas um, someone may project confidence in a different way, I may project it differently. But it's all in what your idea of confidence is. Mm. Quick question for you. What made you so passionate about confidence and, and helping people about confidence? I love when people are able to see and feel as though they can accomplish everything um, and anything that they set their mind to and that they are their only limitation. Um, and a big thing in feeling that is to having confidence. Um, and I, I didn't have confidence. Um, I wasn't naturally born with this high level of confidence. Mm -hmm. um, that was not me. It's something that has happened over time. Um, my life story that has got me to where I have rebuilt my confidence. I fell in love with myself and it is a process and it's not an overnight process. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm at a point to where I want to see that in others. I want others to succeed and be their best possible version of themselves. And, it starts with knowing who you are, loving yourself, um, understanding what makes you, you, loving and accepting both the positive and the negative aspects about 
what makes you a beautiful human being in order for you to increase your confidence to accomplish those things that you want to. That is fantastic. So if I heard you correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, you weren't always confident. Do you remember the moment where that began to change? Was there a moment or a few events that happened where your confidence started to build to where it is today? Yes, yes. So um, I'm going to talk briefly about it because I, I talked about it in some of my previous talks. Um, there was a, a an exact moment when my confidence changed. Um, there's a whole backstory, so I'm just going to give the, the high-level cliff notes. Um, growing up, um, I was always um, told that I was ugly by my mother, and um, she made me hate my skin color. She would talk about my skin color being too dark, my nose being too big. Um, and as a child hearing that from your mother, um, I felt my self-worth just diminish. I felt worthless. I felt like a no one. Um, and I went through um, a lot of other things in my life, which I mentioned in some of my previous talks. And um, it wasn't until um, I saw this woman, um, I think it was in my 20s, um, walking in the mall. And it was this gorgeous, dark-skinned woman with this huge afro wearing this hot pink dress. Like, she wanted to be seen. She, didn't, she wanted you to remember her when she walked past you. Her stride, um, her aura was so captivating and I felt in my heart and soul that I wanted that and I knew that I can get that and it wasn't I knew it was going to be easy because it was years and years and years and years and years of programming um and but I saw it and I felt it I I wanted it I wanted every bit of it I didn't want to run up to her it would be kind of weird but I just watched her and I that is when I knew that I am capable of being confident and I am my only roadblock. And as uncomfortable as some of the things that I did and the situations that I put myself in, put myself out there, learning how to say no, learning how to speak up for myself, changing my self-talk, realizing that I am a powerful, beautiful woman um, and I am capable of change and command an army if I wanted to that I really just embraced everything. But that was the moment. That was the exact moment that I realized that. Thank you so much for sharing some of your journey. I appreciate that. No problem. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Do you have any questions about me and confidence? Because I've asked you a number of questions. This is what I do because I've hosted over 300 Three thousand interviews. So this is what I do for for my my journey. So I could I, I could ask questions forever, and you're probably saying, "Man, this guest got a lot of questions. Why don't he shut up and let me talk?" <laughs> well, um, tell me about your journey to, to confidence. Um, to I I think one of the moments that I had got confidence where I began to turn it around is many 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 years ago. I was a member of Toastmasters. And uh, loved it, enjoyed it. And then a regional competition came up. And the leader of our Toastmasters club said, I'd like you to open the event. I'm going, 
me? <laughs> you must be looking behind me like there's 5,000 people here. I've never shared in front of 5,000 people before. But I went out there and rocked it, loved the moment. And from that moment on, uh, I've, I've watched people. I take the opportunity to get to share. I take it as a, a sharing in front of people. And also confidence-wise, it's something you always got to build up. And I like the moments where I don't have confidence because it tells me where I need to improve. And I take it as a learning lesson. Because I believe yeah, that yeah. For, for me, failure is a moment. It's not a person. Yes. And failure is also a learning experience. Yeah. It's only a moment. And I wasn't, you know, I don't think most of us were born to lose. We were born to win. So it's part of the process. I so agree with you. And thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. Um, Why I not? Why not? You're, <laughs> you're, 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 you're sharing solid stuff. Yes. Oh, wow. Um, I, this is why I like this app. Um, we're able to connect with individuals and people in their journey. So, yes, thank you uh, for, for joining in. Um, I'm actually going to sign off here in a little bit. Um, and I want to give uh, another person an opportunity to join in. So thank you so much for popping in. Well, I've reached out to you via Instagram, and if you ever want to, I'd love you to come on on my show and talk about confidence because it's it's information that people need to hear. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you, and you can find me at I am Cynthia Lee on Instagram or Capricious uh, Lee Official um, on Instagram, and you can also go to my website at capriciouslee.com. Well, I'm already following you on Instagram, so look forward to having a continued conversation with you. You be well, keep the faith, and as I say everyone these days, remember to give yourself grace. Yes, thank you. Okay. Well, I want to thank everyone for joining. Um, I will be in tomorrow, so please do make sure that you drop in. Uh, be sure to follow. Um, as I um, mentioned before, you can find me at I am Cynthia Lee on Instagram or uh, Capriciously Official on Instagram. Um, you can also go to my website at uh, capriciouslee.com. I am a master certified life coach and confidence coach. Um, you can find more information there. So thank you, everyone, and I'll be on tomorrow. Thank you for hanging out with me. And if you like what you are hearing and you want to continue to hear more inspirational and motivational coaching tips that's designed specifically to help you to obtain unshakable self-confidence, then be sure to subscribe. Also, on capriciously.com that's c-a-p-r-i-c-i-o-u-s-l-e-e.com we have a number of courses and a membership program that is designed specifically to help you to master the art of being truly authentic to yourself and to have that unshakable self-confidence that you deserve also there you can book your free consultation if you're interested in having me as your personal confidence coach. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. Go ahead. What are you waiting for? 
check out capriciously.com and see how we can help you to get that unshakable confidence that you deserve.